have to agree. I'll let you record me. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the KG Flow. Um, another week, another edition. Um, I have two guests. Um, I have my two homeboys from back in college at Stockton University. I have Eric Ewell and Keith Kajuski. Uh, say what's up, fellas. Yo, yo. Good evening. <laughs> Thanks for having us. It's good to see you boys again. God, it's it always feels like it's been a long time since I've seen y'all. And uh what um but yeah, no, thank you again for coming on. And um for those who want to know, our first serious topic this week is gonna be about real estate and the housing market, uh, which obviously is a big hassle and hurdle and topic that a lot of you know people like our, our colleagues and peers and young adults struggle with. So um uh, so if those who don't know, you guys obviously work in that uh, business area, correct? Yes, sir. All right. So I'll, let, so, <laughs> so I'll let you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves, where you're from, what you do. And then the first question I'll throw at is like uh, what you got in the real estate business. All right. So I got started during college um, as a realtor, did it for a couple of years. Um, it was just a good way to make some money without having a degree yet. And then I kind of got hooked and, um, the money was pretty good. I started doing appraisals for a while and recently just turned back to, uh, real estate. Now this is my second year selling real estate in my comeback. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I am in my third year. What got me into real estate? Um, I always kind of thought real estate had like a weird ring to it, right? You hear uh, how people make money off of it, right? How people leave uh, investment properties or property in general to their children or their children's children, right? And when you really look at like the statistics or like the facts around it in in home ownership, right? You see that the wealth is there and it always has been. And in my opinion, it always will be, right? So it's always a fascinating topic to me being like a finance kind of nerd, Um kind of not knowing what it was, but knowing that it was a big part and I wanted to get into it, but I really didn't know how. Um, and of course, you know, I jumped into traditional workflow of like education and went to college, of course, with you guys, uh, got my college degree and, you know, spent some time in the normal workforce and really just didn't feel fulfilled. Um, and then at one point I really, right, right after COVID was kind of finishing up, I, I took a deep look and I was like, what do I really want to do? Like you hear all these people talking, especially during COVID with all of this, like motivational, this motivational, that, right. But once that kind of period ended and everything started to go back to normal, I didn't want to go back to what I was already familiar with, which was an unhappy, like career or work balance or whatever you will call it right so i just said f it and i was like how do i become a realtor right so i dug in i got my classes done in like the second to uh fastest time that you can get it done i think i was in eight hour classes for seven eight days or something nine days and got it done passed the test on my first try and was like oh my god i i, I guess i'm here now what do i do right but uh, yeah, that's that's what kind of got me into it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Keith. I recently saw a video on one of your social medias, man. You doing that little tour thing? I'm like this fucking guy in the virtual <laughs> tours. That one, yeah. 
Okay. Small plug. I got another one coming this weekend, but hey. <laughs> All righty. No, that's good, Keith. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're uh, hustling out there, doing your thing. It was pretty I'm good too, bro. So, going to my uh, next question. So, what was like the first year outlook for you guys, and how does that compare to like now this year? Well, it's very merit based. What you put in is what you get. And yeah, first year is always tough. You got to make those connections. So it's a lot of rentals, um, a lot of taking leads from companies that take a cut um, until you get to build your own book of business when you have people trusting you. And once you do a good job, uh, kind of just snowballs. Right. Yeah, to piggyback off of that. Um, yeah, my first year, right? So I jumped, I was telling you guys, I jumped in, I really was excited about it. And I will tell you that in hindsight, my confidence and what I would call now cockiness really is what my, was my downfall my first year. So a lot of agents dive in, maybe they have a friend or family, uh, maybe they hit the phone hard or start door knocking or any of the other prospecting, right? Um, but majority, majority of agents uh, kind of just feel as though that business will gravitate towards them, right? You post a little bit on social media, maybe go to a networking event or two, which by the way, is all with professionals, not the people who are you are looking to necessarily work with as sellers and buyers, right? So uh, my first year in full transparency, I did one rental. I helped one couple get one rental in an entire year of real estate. Now, mind you, I spent my entire first year um, learning, trying to understand every aspect of real estate prior to actually doing any real, uh, real estate, which again, in hindsight, 2020 was not the best choice because I made no money. But having sacrificed then in my first year really gave me, and I'm sure Rick can attest to this, I mean, you look back and you're like, oh my God, what was I doing, right? Like I literally sat there with a smile on my face for 365 days and said, someone will call me one of these days. It'll happen, right? And it didn't happen. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't happen. You got to be proactive in this business. Yeah. Where are you now, Rick? Tell them. Where am I now? Uh, let's see. Definitely have my best month. I just had three closings uh, last week. And I had uh, another three rentals closed as well. So three sales, three rentals, and looking to keep it moving. How about uh, you, Keith? Well, don't let this man fool you, bro. Me, So me and Rick talk every day, right? Keep each other accountable, help each other, whatnot. We're both real estate professionals, and we like to ensure that both of us are on the hustle the right way, right? Um, this man's been killing it. Okay, absolutely killing it. Every time I call him, it's like, I got an offer going out. I got something under contract and he low key as shit, right? So, uh, you know, I respect this man uh, a lot. Let me just say that. But uh, diving into my year now, right? Where where do, does everything look for me now? So my second year moving forward, um, I, of course, had a much better year uh, from one rental, it isn't really a high bar to beat, but uh, I closed, I think it was roughly 1.3 million in real estate, which is still not where I wanted it to be. Uh, my first serious year, my second full year in the industry, but um, you got to take the wins where they are, just like you got to take the losses and learn from them, right? So um, 
I was very proud of what I was able to accomplish in hindsight um, comparatively. Now this year, uh, what are we, February 8th? Uh, I had two closings last month. I have one, potentially two closings this month. Uh, I have just picked up my second listing in my career and it's a $1.5 million condo in Long Branch, which is just a godsend. And, you know, I'm super excited for what comes with that. My first rental listing here in Jersey City now that I'm up in North uh, Jersey, that is. So, yeah, this year is definitely looking crazy. Um, I am really excited for what's to come. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Keith. I'm glad there's excitement coming out, especially after this uh, whole COVID period. I just noticed this. What does that hat say? <laughs> uh, that's the branding on point there. Keys with Keith. Um, that's the brand right there. Anybody needs keys, call your boy Keith. Thank you. There, there you go. Uh, I love it. <laughs> um, all right. And then going to like, um, I guess like my final question with our serious topic is, uh, what is going on with the market today? Um, like, I'll, I'll throw myself as an example. Like, I have a property lot in Florida, so I might consider building a house down there. I just don't know if I want to sell it or not. Um, so, but if I was like a young adult and I am looking for a place to live or, you know, what what, what should I do? Should I buy a house? Should I wait? Like, what what's the, what's the game plan here? What do you guys think? Yeah, it's a good time to buy if you can. What did you say, Keith? You go. I was going to say, if you can, uh, and the payments make sense, it's always a good time to buy. Um, there's only so much land out there, and you're better off paying mortgage than you are paying rent. And most times, your rent payment is going to be more than your mortgage payment is going to be. So it kind of just makes sense financially. Uh, if you can make the investment, it'll pay off in the long term. Um, even if you're starting with a condo, um, it's a, it's a good starting point. Yeah. I'd say, uh, you know, current market, my, my outlook, right. I, I think everyone needs to step away from traditional media, traditional media. I think people need to stop listening to the news, uh, and to, to do their own research and talk to people that are in the industry themselves. Right. So if you look at the facts, right prices have stabilized if not continued to go up, right? Which is good and bad. It's good for equity gain because you'd like to see equity in your future purchase. And it's a slight negative because it means the purchasing power of the average buyer goes down, right? So to highlight what Rick said, when is the best time to buy as soon as possible, right? Because I don't foresee when you look at the housing market with a simple perspective of economics, it's supply versus demand, right? So they are building houses. Uh, they're already behind on building houses and they are building houses at like, I think it's somewhere around like an eighth of the rate that they need, like they're they're supposed to, right? Because of the pandemic. That can solve the problem too. As so, but more inventory can solve itself, the problem. Right? Hmm. So um, if there's not enough homes being uh, built and not, enough people selling because of various reasons and all those people that had needed to buy continue to need to buy and can and will start to need to buy soon um I, I think it only gets harder for a buyer and easier for someone who owns property right so um to circle back to kind of what rick said uh bringing the uh, another component to it 
when's the right time to buy as soon as you can safely, right? So when people rent, they think about the monthly payment and the monthly payment alone. They're like, okay, my rent is 1500. I just need to come out with 1500, 2000 every single month, right? Um, and that's kind of a very one uh, bulleted view, let's call it, right? A very, very narrow view. With a mortgage, there are a lot of other factors you need to consider. Do you have the down payment? What's your credit look like? Where is that credit going to put you in terms of a rate bucket when you get finance, uh, financing? What do your debts look like? Can you even afford to purchase even if you want? Even if you have the down payment, can you afford to purchase based on DTI and some other factors, your credit involved, right? So if none of those things make sense, then maybe it is more flexible for you to rent, figure everything out. And when the time is right, as soon as possible, purchase a home. For others, I think the overthought of it or the fear of whatever the media is spewing or their parents or grandparents who bought in a completely different time frame and market that had almost no relevance unless they're active buyers or have been in the last 10 years, right? Even the last five years is different than the market 10 years ago. So um, yeah, I would say if you're a buyer, our age, getting ready, like really debating everything, take a deep look at your finances, right? Uh, pull your, your belt up, tie your boots, talk to professionals who are actually in the industry and dealing with it. And they'll tell you what your options are. And if you, the time is not now, they'll tell you that. And they'll tell you when you could, if you do everything right, or if you need a specific time frame. And then, then we'll see what those options look like. Outside of that, you're just guessing or dealing with a bunch of unprofessional people who just want you to buy until they realize you can't buy. And then they ditch you. Mm. No, I feel, I feel I'm that case. You, uh, you both, you both of you guys had very good points. Uh, if, I, if I'm being honest, I've been following that whole market trend, the whole do doing this and all that on TikTok. So uh, listen, some of the outlets are good, right? I'm not going to yeah. bash everybody. I mean, you listen to some of the professionals. They're all on social media. But what is your definition of a profession? I listen to somebody who's in the market and studies the market as opposed to someone who just sits back and says, oh, this is what data says in a very short period of time. Right. Uh, right. Uh, also, do you guys ever do you guys follow or watch any like Bill, Billy Anthony stuff? Yeah, you know? uh, Billy Anthony is my roommate, Kenny. <laughs> so that's a yes. <laughs> yes, that would be a yes. He is my mortgage partner. Every time yeah. I see, every time I see him on the on the talk, uh, TikTok, um, him and the mic, I'm like this guy, man. What is Kenny saying now? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Billy. I love you. <laughs> He's awesome. Well, that's a good resource right there. He's a great lender. Yeah, listen, anytime mm. I have an issue, anytime I have a question, which I have a lot of them, right? Billy's the man. Gotcha. <laughs> oh man. No, nah, it's uh no, nah, it's good that you guys are giving out these points because obviously some people have like no clue. And um, yeah, it, it's just it's a struggle, you know, just to figure out like what to do or what advice people need. So I appreciate the info, fellas. But um but now that we got that uh, serious topic out of the way, now we can just shoot whatever. Um, so, Keith, what uh, what else are you doing? Like on the or Eric, what are you guys doing on the uh, on the daily besides your work? You know, normal working jobs. Catch up with me. 
Bro, it's hard when you want to hustle and grind and building an empire, right? Not to sound uh, cliche, but this, this, you got to live, breathe, and eat this shit, right? So, uh, but I love it. I, I love every second of it. Um, I'm sure Rick can say the same. If we didn't, we wouldn't be in it. But I'm still human, right? I still have hobbies, right? I'm getting, uh, I'm getting completely bombed this weekend for the Super Bowl, most likely. But then I'll be right back at work Monday morning. Who are you rooting for? You're going to put me on the spot like that. Man, Taylor Swift. Uh, You're going for the Chiefs, Eric? Uh, Even though they beat the like Eagles last year? I'd like the Niners to take it home, to be honest. Mm. I, I'm I'm uh, picking the Niners, too. Well-fought team, bro. I mean, you got to give it to both teams. They wouldn't be there otherwise. But the Chiefs have just – you know, the Chiefs have been ridiculously consistent. Niners have just fought like dogs, bro. <laughs> dogs. That's true. Right? So, but who knows? Who knows, bro? That's why I don't sports gamble. You never, I don't know shit. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually gonna go on FanDuel. I'm gonna put a parlay. I only uh take bets on like on um on like big game events. Not, I don't do like the yeah, regular season or anything like that. I just like to do uh big events. So I, I just do what Rick tells me, and like nine out of ten times, eight out of ten times, it works. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, especially uh Super Bowl. That's always a good one with all the props they have. Oh, I think I bet on the purple Gatorade this year. Oh yeah, purple. okay, <laughs> okay. Last year, last year I won some money on DraftKings, so, but we'll see how I do on FanDuel. But I'm excited though; I can't wait. Um, wait. Uh, so speaking of dogs, um, Eric, I don't know if you saw this movie, but I saw uh, a couple of weeks ago. You ever see that movie called uh, "The Boys in the Boat"? No, I haven't seen that yet. So. It actually gave me a like it gave me like a throwback feeling back in the days back at Stockton when we were on the crew team, and I was like, God, I, it was it was cool because I met you and like the whole group that whole group we had. But at the same time, I was like, man, fuck, I hated how like I had to wake up so early and then go to class afterwards. But it remi- it basically reminded yeah, me of man. you, remind me of you, and I was like, man, I do miss rowing the uh, doing the ergs and practices and all that. But good times. Yep, 6 a.m. That's tough, definitely. But, uh, yeah, meeting you, Kenny, at practice, that led me to joining the fraternity. That's right. For those who don't know, Eric is my little, believe it or not. That's right. <laughs> Even though he's fucking more athletic and taller than me. But, hey, what do you do? <laughs> uh, uh, Keith, you, um, who were your littles and you still t- uh, still child any, anybody in your tree? Yeah, I talked to um, Fratley and Riley. Um, me and Eric actually are going to be helping. I don't know if he wants this public, but it's going to be when you post it, I guess. But Mike's going to be buying a home with Jackie at some point this year, probably mid, uh, mid towards the end, some point. Um, so me and me and Eric are going to be helping him, which is great. Riley is doing fantastic. He's married, has a fucking kid. Sorry, excuse my French, a beeping kid. And, uh, you know, he's leaving the dream down there. Um, I just saw Riley recently, and then I just saw uh, probably like a month ago I went down and saw him. And then Mike, we just saw when Eric and I went to the alumni seminar. I know. I was I was supposed to go to that. I was going to go, but then something came up, and then I couldn't go to down to Stockton. Yeah, it's, you know, it gets harder and harder, bro. Yeah, no, I was going to say, the more we get older, the more it just, I guess, kind of sucks. Because, like, just seeing how everybody is, like, adult, like, 
getting families, getting kids, and doing their adult jobs. I, it's like every time I look back, it gets further, further away. It's like, how the hell did we get here? Like, Bro, Keith, I remember Keith. I remember freshman year. You had that long. You had that long hair, hat backwards. I'm piercing. Freshman courts, like, hey, what's going down tonight? Like, <laughs> like. Bro, I used to let people punch me in the face when I was blacked out drunk freshman year in courts. No, no reason. I'd just say, yo, you want to punch me in the face? I bet you want to knock me out. Like a dozen times until I almost got rocked. And I was Until like, yeah. you got knocked out? No, no, no. Never happened. But that shit hurt. So I was like, yeah, I got to stop doing this. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's just that's just crazy to me, man. Just knowing you back then to like today, it's just crazy. Oh, I'm a real bro. professional now. Mm, exactly. Listen, just uh, understand the tenacity <laughs> is still there. It's just a different subject. You know? no, nah, I feel that. I agree. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I guess. Um, what else did I want to share? I saw the movie. Keep the throwback. Um what uh Eric what did what I never really I, in all these years bro like when I became your big and all those years I was still me and you were still stalking together why did you go from rowing to join SAE like Um, pretty much the time management could, didn't really have the time to go to practice every morning. I was working full time. I was going to class full time. So unfortunately, um, the rowing had to take the back burner there. Um, but, uh, the fraternity, that was more so a social outlet. That was something to do with any free time I did have, um, It, I like the camaraderie and the brotherhood, just like having like the boys on the boat. Mm. Mm, I like that. Oh yeah. I'm I'm I was like I'm glad you joined too cuz I was like hell yeah. I got him. I got we got Well, you. both of you guys, you're part of a team when you do any sport, right? And then when you don't have that outlet, just like people who leave uh, any sport in high school and don't do anything in college, they're just honestly bored and they feel like they're lacking uh, a bond of some sort or just like, time to mess around with the guys right just Nah, Keith, you 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 know the word. You want to say jeeds. <laughs> <laughs> listen hey, don't don't let these jeeds in here. What's he hey got twenty bucks? i had a damn good time and i attributed to to our parties at the fraternity <laughs> a hundred percent not a hundred but damn close Ain't no jeeds here. Get out. <laughs> we're Oh, all one horns that was your that was your professional LinkedIn answer, and now and then what I just said that was your. <laughs> throwback answer uh uh Keith why'd you uh pick SA all all over the fraternities back at Stockton honestly bro Eric just heard the story because I uh I did it at the alumni seminar but um essentially I was never going to join a fraternity I thought they were a bunch of jerk offs you know I, I see them in any any move any any media portrayal right they're all a bunch of d-bags right so I'm like okay I'm not going to join one and then one day me and Mike were like yo there's a wing night should we go like just try to eat as many wings as we can so we showed up and they said 50 cent wings you know order a bunch so we ordered 40 wings each and uh we were just like 
F it, right? We we don't care about these like joining. We're just here for the wings. We actually had a damn good time. And then they invited us back. And uh again, the rest is kind of history. You start meeting these people and realize it's not so bad. And really the nail on the coffin for me making the decision was uh so I got hit with a bottle in the head on my first party in college ever because I tried to help in a situation when I probably had no business even remotely trying to help in. So I got hit with a bottle. Um, and my sole plan in life was to go back the next time they had a party, find that individual and like beat the hell out of them. Right. So uh, before that had happened, we got a little closer and our president at the time, lucky told Kyle Jones, um, of course, uh, a couple years older than us. I, I didn't even know Kyle. I probably had like two conversations. Told him, you're going to go to this party. And I, he's like, I don't want to go to a party. He's like, you're going to go to the party. You're going to follow Keith like a puppy. And if he gets into a fight, you're going to jump in. And if it's too much, you're going to pull him out and run. And that was his only directive for that party. Um, and that's exactly what Kyle did. I didn't get into a fight. I, I wasn't looking for a, a fight right i was just there to have a good time but if i saw that mother trucker he was going down right glad i didn't either way i was there and i didn't even know him so it really like drugged me into like dragged me into like why the hell would this guy do this for me why would our why would their their president say watch this kid with your your life essentially right like weird um so yeah joined and the rest is history bro oh yeah Let the fuckers i'll do it again yeah i was gonna say yeah truly a big time legend over here <laughs> nah keith i remember when i was uh rushing and all that you were you were one of the big reasons why i did join like i remember when it was me and austin uh I, um, what's, you know what's funny austin was the one who really wanted to go right off the bat i wanted to join podcast i was like hey yeah, you wanted to party i wanted to party i just was just like i just want these girls i i I want to join podcast, but then when I did the rush events, like kind of for everybody, SAE was like the one more attracted to me at the end. And then, and then honestly, I didn't think I was going to get bid from, uh, that year, but I did. And like you said, the rest is history. So, Yes, sir. We had a damn good time. Mm. Uh, now look, that's... you got a podcast. Shout out to Kenny G. With the podcast, everybody, if you don't follow him and you just check in from time to time, do yourself a favor, more value like this and just shooting the shit. Yeah, no, this is why I started it, just to catch up, talk to friends and family, share our stories, share our experiences. And then and then years later, when we're like 40, 50 or whatever, I can just always look back on this and be like, wow, like glad I did it. Like now I got something like documented to, to like kind of another like point in my life. Um, but yeah. I, I'm I'm blessed, honestly. Like I got I got two degrees now. I did military experience, and now I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do career wise uh, this year. I'm either gonna either or I have an internship with the with the AJ AGJA, the American Golf Junior Association, this oh, cool. spring. You've been golfing? Nice. Trying to get into it, yeah. Okay, okay. We gotta get out there. I feel like if you're a business major, do have you have anything to do with business you gotta learn how to golf yeah um, why i got into golf in the first place <laughs> it's why i got into business <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Eric. so yeah man that's so yeah boys that's what i've been up to just got right got done with school but now i just gotta figure out my career in life 
this year. Um, but like I said, I got that in the in the spring. And nothing full-time comes after that. Then I got lifeguarding this summer. And then in the fall, if all else fails, I'll join law enforcement or the, or just join the military again. But we'll see. I'll let uh got options, bro. You've been putting in the work. Yeah, thankfully, I just I'm blessed that I got options open for me. And then uh I just need to pick and choose, I guess, or whatever opportunity falls best for me in my situation. But yeah. Yeah, bro. And if the uh, if one of those options leads to you uh building in florida whether you keep it or sell afterwards let me and rick know we'll connect you with a builder and it all goes okay oh yeah well i'm glad you guys are doing good i'm doing decent decent Likewise. slash good yeah yes, sir, but will. uh yeah thanks again any, any last remarks final shout outs before we uh end it wrap it up here uh, i would just say Give Mr. Kenny G a follow, right? I sure will. And I hope to hear this stuff later and any real estate needs. Drop uh, some info below for Ken and we'll get in touch. Right on. Thanks for having us, Kenny. Thanks, Ken. Pleasure. All right, All right boys. Till then, I'll see you guys next time. Adios. Adios.